0: The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision.
1: Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Some of the headlines out there today really haven't pushed into the market too bad, Is it the dreaded summer doldrums? Is it the getting back to school? It's a lot of little things like that, probably. But I would say the drama's not really out there right now, which I feel okay with. Because there's some stories that are a little bit out there. You know, world markets were weaker today. And then it came time for the United States. And we, we are shaking off the investor concerns tied towards Turkey. Turkey is a country in the Middle East. Some people would call it Asia. Some people would call it Europe. That means one knows that the established order of the world has a political price to pay, which is what I would refer to as shadowy foreign politics. Turkish lira has fallen nearly 30% against the dollar since June 24th. If you were getting ready to go to Turkey and have a vacation, you'd be stoked because your dollar's gonna buy you a lot more. So that's bad and good. Inflation's running about 16% right now in Turkey. And Ankara, which is the capital of Turkey, is trying to you know, keep things calm and don't get to calamitous. And they've got a president who has done some not so nice things to his people. So we pay attention to Turkey. A lot of European banks have exposure to Turkish loans. We don't want Europe to fail. I know you're saying, I want Europe to fail. I want to a girl from Paris. I want Europe to fail. I hate Paris. I hate it. <laughs> no one really, in the financial world, you kind of want everyone to do okay. Elon Musk in the news today. His plan to take Tesla private is a pipe dream. He's a brilliant imp- entrepreneur. Smart as heck. Uh, visioneer. i pay to hear him talk. But a lot of people are saying that his taking Tesla private at four hundred and twenty is a sham. So Tesla is struggling right now to service more than ten billion dollars of debt, and they have to make forecast capital investments. It's not a cheap business to run. So Tesla generated about eleven point eight billion in revenue, but had a negative cash flow of roughly three and a half billion last year. So a little bit of financial engineering is going to have to take place. SEC will not like, you know, Musk's assertion that funding has been secure, because that's talent, that's material information. Um, complicating Musk's division right now is that Congress at the end of 2017 made leverage buyouts less attractive by settling the new limit on corporate tax deductions for interest, just 30%. So we'll see. We'll see. He certainly is an interesting man to watch, is he not? So Amazon.com is in the news. Their ad business is going to be a major driver, topping their web services by 2021. I think if you own Amazon, you continue to hold it. And if you ever want to take half off the table because you did well in it, the rest is the dealer's money, let it ride. Or the house's money or whatever. You know what I'm trying to say. Uh, They continue to impress with their way they're trying to disrupt. Uh... Companies like Google say, let's come up with moonshot ideas. We'll figure out how to make money off of later. Companies like Amazon say, that's a trillion-dollar industry. We, what can we do there? Elsewhere, Bear stock plunges after Monsanto ruling. This was brought up, and I don't explain this. The ruling of Monsanto having to pay $289 million. Landmark lawsuit. Coming to a TV show near you soon, but... California State Jury basically found on Friday that Monsanto's Roundup and Ranger Pro products probably presented a substantial danger to cut consumers and that the company knew or should have known about the potential risks. So the case is the first of thousands to go to trial and a distraction for Bayer, which closed its $60 billion acquisition of Monsanto in early June. So big old lawsuit. How comfortable are you playing with that? Roundup has been sold since 1974 with about 270 million pounds applied annually. Um, I'm not going to get into the social ramifications. I'm just not going to do it. I will not win on, for even trying. Twitter, their stock is up after an analyst said, go long. Puts a $52 price target on Twitter. You would almost think that President Trump has to have, you know, ownership or shares of Twitter the way he tweets, but he doesn't, or he shouldn't. Uh, But this has been a pretty good run for Twitter, their stock. And the analysts are saying they're more relevant now than they have ever been in media. Dollars follow relevancy. It's kind of an interesting statement. Dollars follow relevancy. I can't say that I totally disagree with it. And I got to tell you, I kind of like it. It's got kind of a ring to it. Elsewhere out there, AT&T has gotten way too cheap. Take a look at the stock and how much of a dividend yield it kicks off. It's an income distributor. It's a dividend achiever. It's one of the stocks that I think you could buy without a lot of ramifications. I own shares of AT&T for the income for no other reason. I don't think that they're going to come out tomorrow and suddenly... Um, Say something like, hey, we've come up with a new phone service that's going to allow you to beam food from part of a planet to another part of a planet. I think their growth is pretty muted. (laughs) I think the initiatives that Verizon have are more growthy than AT&T. But when you take a look at the dividends, um, what you get in pay, what you pay for in shares and how much percentage you get back, it's pretty attractive in my opinion, a Worker Advisor for taking action on any stocks mentioned on this show. Other big stories in the news. Tiger Woods obviously helping the PGA and CBS. Unfortunately, the golf season is start of kind of maybe or. Not quite. I know the nerds are going to attack me on this one. Um, but that's okay. I don't mind being attacked. Almost 20 years ago, there was a company called OpenTable. And they kind of changed the way... We did a frustrating chore of getting a reservation. Now the company is starting to become very marginalized. After having a big run, we didn't have to wait on the phone. We didn't have to plead with receptionists. We were just able to a couple of clicks or a couple of finger movements and swipe, and boom, set up a reservation in a pretty bulky book of good res- restaurants. So, OpenTable basically came to us in 1998. So. Twenty-year anniversary. It came very much so when there was things like Priceline popping up. Um, we'll talk a little bit more. There's competition. Will they win or lose? Open Table down the long run. Competition for their business is not new. I've been a little bit disappointed with Open Table of recent. Anyhow, just interesting the way that business model kind of popped and hit, and it, did. it was interesting as far as a publicly traded company. Uh, As interesting today, not so much. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves, weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW, and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz.
2: And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7.
1: So did you know that we all have a will? We don't all have an estate plan, and we all don't have a complicated will that might be in a better interest than a simple will. When you fill out financial paperwork and you put surviving spouse or something along those lines, you have a will. Typically, when you die, your money and your assets go to your spouse regardless if you've put their name on that form or not. And if then not you, then you're next to Ken. And then not, if not you, anyone who wants to challenge in your family, per se, right? So an estate plan, I think, is super important, as it avoids probate, so your neighbors don't get to see your value and your home worth, and there's no challenges, and stops lawyers from pulling in unneeded money from your estate, in my opinion. So a lot of people have no estate plan or instructions, and I think somewhere around 50, you should be panicking to do this. Because you don't want to die while you're preparing this, get it done. Put your homes in the, in the trust. Be smart about it in California. Work with a good estate planning attorney. Without proper planning, your heirs, you know, are going to have to contend with probate, and that's going to run forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars minimum in legal fees. And it's a court action, which basically means it pub it makes it public, which isn't the worst thing in the world. You're dead, right? But it does drag out your Um, your heirs from inheriting and moving on. So that's me. That's my opinion. I'm sticking with it. Other big stories of note today. Generation Z. RDO is an average of $4,343 each. They can't legally drink. Generation Z, those are aged 16 to 20-year-olds. A decade after the Great Recession, Americans' level of debt is on the rise. And when you see it at our debt level on 40-year-olds, you go, I get it. Kids, roofing, something went wrong. I get it. But with that being said, you never think of 16- to 20-year-olds as they should be carrying debt. But a current and new survey by Charles Schwab said young millennials aged 21 to 25 have a whopping $11,663 in debt. So it's kind of a debt culture, and this is always going to come back and bite you. I'm not against debt as long as you can service it, and I'm not against debt as long as it doesn't have high interest rates. Only 3% would make a down payment if given an extra $1,000 on paying down debt. Only 3% of Americans would say, my mom and dad just gave me a thousand dollars. I should put it towards my debt. Wow, fifty-one percent of young adults have some sort of debt. It's a horrible way to start your life. Anyhow, it's out there. Debt, 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 debt. Mortgage debt, credit card debt, car debt, loan debt, housing debt. Oh, and it's such a culture, right? I remember at one point in my life, like thinking I should get a credit card. I was like sixteen, maybe seventeen. I don't think I needed to feel that, but I did. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we could talk about. Money, investing, and more. Open Table, I was talking about a little bit, and I kind of want to finish the thought, is that they had this great concept of an app about 20 years ago, and their whole technology is kind of cards built on top of cards on top of cards on top of cards and it's not bad it's it's very much so it worked <clears throat> but other companies are now starting to come in and setting up reserve, reservation systems and yelp starting to get on it a little bit more so where open table is not just you know standing by as others invade their turf they're finding that it's kind of difficult um to stay relevant interesting right i thought it was one of the greatest apps of all time Uh, Getting dinner reservations on an app. So you could be in a business meeting, whip out your phone, and set something up for a fun, sexy date. Anyhow, the democratization of food is how I would go with that. So the markets right now are dealing with the international markets. And that's – I know it's not comfortable when you, like – you kind of want to find reasons to hate the market. You kind of want to find reasons to say, you know, oh, what if Donald Trump does this? True. The Turkish lira is collapsing continues. It hits new record low. We will hear about banks failing. We'll hear more about their economy slowing. And it won't be a one-day story. The FBI has fired one of their agents, Peter Strzok, over the anti-Trump text. The FBI has, FBI has fired him when he exchanged uh, with his lover, Some anti-trust Trump texts from the 2016 presidential campaign. Wow. I think I remember this story. And I I go back and I'm like, whoa. These are texts between two adults who were in a sexual relationship. Now they're evidence to get someone fired. How many times did you look so innocent into your wife's eye and lie to her about Uh, Lisa? Mr. Chairman. so, long story short on that one for me is, it's interesting that instant messages now um, are taken as evidence, and again, be careful. Trump has launched a Twitter attack on Omarosa saying she was vicious but not smart. It's not hard to find him say, with the videotape saying how great she is. It's like, everything you say will be recorded. Wrong. Probably twice if you're, probably twice if you're from New York. So... Facebook pushes back on a report it told news publishers it would let them die. Facebook News Executive Campbell Brown reportedly warned publishers if they didn't work with Facebook. She said, I'll be holding your hands with your dying business like in a hospice. That's some tough business talk, right? If you don't do business with me, one day when you're dying in a hospice, I'm going to be there holding your hand. As a business, as a business, as a business, not as you know don't take that as a personal attack. It's not no like way, you know, wishing fool. cancer on someone. Oh man, Mr. T, I always get sad when I think about you and your mother. That's right, Jack. So, um so Facebook's really starting to be painted as quite an evil empire, huh? Do you believe that they would say that that if a news company doesn't work with us now, we're going to cut you off in the future? Ghosting's turning into a big thing. People who go for job interviews get the job and then never show up for the job. You've That's kind it. of fascinating, right? So ghosting's a big thing now. And I would say don't do that because one day that person that you just ghosted is gonna be hiring at the place you really, 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 really wanna work. Or he's gonna know someone who does. I'm Rob Black talking investing And much much more. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, seven to nine on AM twelve twenty KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money invested in more. Some days there's gonna be a lot to talk about, some days not so much. What are we looking at on the markets right now? You're basically got a little bit of eyeballs on Turkey. The turkey trot, so to speak. It's weird. I talk to my own sound effects. World markets shuddered again today, as basically there's a currency crisis going on in Turkey. The Lear has tumbled on worries over Turkish president. Erdogan's increasing control over the economy and deteriorating relationships with the United States. Uh, you're talking about a big military there. You're talking about a guy who's in control. He's the boss. Sometimes these things don't end terribly well. There's a risk-off mood generally triggered over in Europe, so you're going to see more money flow into the dollar right now as a little bit of safety, but also the stock market, our stock market. The plunge in lira, which began in May, looks certain to push the Turkish economy into a recession and that's kind of unfortunate. So as Turkey gets weaker, so does the euro. As the euro gets hit, uh, maybe that bleeds over into the United States with less tourism and business. Anyhow, and anyway, I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. I want to bring in CFP Chad Burton to talk a little financial planning. We haven't heard from him in a while. Chad? Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton. Mr. Burton, how are you?
2: Great. Our things New Focus? Excellent. I love the the can answer. So great, excellent, absolutely. All those good terms. Yes. Um, what do you want to talk about this segment? Um, I was re- reading an article at I think it's like I don't know. Oh, Kiplinger's, which is my favorite financial publication out okay. there for people to read. Um, I want you know if you look at studies that on a lot of these fun magazines that are out there, like Money or whatever. It's when you, when you go back and look at the articles. They have in January the top ten mutual funds to own now, and then in you know qu- two quarters later they have the top one hundred funds for the year. Those funds never appear on the same lists. It's okay. like you're just, it just never seems to work out. But Kiplinger's always has pretty good financial articles. And this one's okay. It's kind of uh, you know what people, what wealthy people are worried about. Uh, people that have a lot of money or a lot of net worth. And one of the issues that they're worried about is how are they compared to other people? And it's really wealth is relative to your expenses. Oh yeah. Um, I was saying the other night in one of the events that we were doing uh, was talking about long-term care insurance and how important it is to look at. But at the same time, it's become very expensive last year in 2013 uh, rates jumped drastically. Females often pay more than males because they tend to be in the nursing home. There's no more spousal discounts and lifetime plans have gone away where if you go in with Alzheimer's for 15 years, you might get, you know, long term care insurance plan that covers you for six. Yeah. Um, but not lifetime anymore. And rates have jumped, people that have had policies have seen rate increases as high as eighty percent. So if you've bought long term care insurance, it's probably gonna go up in cost. And I always say start shopping, looking at it, fifty five. If you're fifty five and you're you know saved enough for retirement and your financial advisor that's you know fee based, yeah, has said, Yeah, you're he or she has said, yep, yeah, you're on track, you're saving enough. The sad part about that is it- Long-term care is such a sad issue. Mm-hmm. I don't think people want to buy it because they don't want to ever be in that position. You know, the way you get around that is that like, nobody wants to go into a nursing home, right? Of course it not. awful. Right. These policies pay for people to come to your house to take care of you. So that's one thing to focus on. Yeah. But again, I think the barrier that I would have is I don't want to picture myself in that position. It's
1: like one of the reasons people don't get life insurance. They don't see themselves dying. Yeah. Um, so I got to imagine long-term
2: care is a really tough sell because it's, it's not cheap. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's for a worst-case scenario that you hope never happens. Yeah, I don't sell it, and I know people that do, and I know people that have exited the business in the last year because, number one, it was already a hard sell right? because it's insurance. And insurance is tough because it, it's expensive, and you don't get any money back. Yeah. And now there's these hybrid life insurance policies, which are better than doing nothing. It's better than leaving cash in a 1% CD. So you got a lot of money sitting on the sidelines. It's kind of your safe money for if you go into a nursing home there's these policies where you can use some of the death benefit to fund long-term care. Yeah. But if you pass away, your spouse or your kids or whatever, get the, get the life insurance and it's not a great rate of return on your money. It's a little better than CDs. What do you think about a scenario where like, um, I've got a, uh,
1: someone that I know that got offered life insurance at age, like 72 mm-hmm. company was willing to buy life insurance on him. All he had to do was sign the paperwork. What do you think
2: about those types of scenarios? Um, usually they're, I mean, most of the time you see those, it's for burial insurance and things like that. And what they're betting on is that, so even, even over the bubbles of balanced portfolios average, you know, the, the big drops that we've seen in the last several decades, balanced portfolios have averaged about 6%, which means if you take the rule of 72, if you divide 72 by what rate of return you have, that's how many years it takes to double. It's rule of 72 is pretty cool. Okay. And so they're betting that, okay, it's, they're going to have you paying about $5,000 for a $10,000 death benefit. And they know that they're going to be able to kind of double that money before you die. <laughs> so um, that's usually what the no-brainer, the no-underwriting type of programs are usually for things like burial insurance. If you don't have to do a lot of underwriting, go through a physical, get on a treadmill, check your heart rate, it's probably not a very good deal. Okay. Um, the only time people, older people at that age, need life insurance is for two reasons. Number one, if you have a pension that's going to go away at your death, okay, and you're trying to protect your spouse, you might need some life insurance. And term insurance doesn't work when you're over seventy. Just is it doesn't. It's so expensive, it's ridiculous. Right. Or if you're over seventy, and let's say you're a very wealthy business owner, you've yep. got an estate that's, if you're single, over five million, or married, over ten. And if you die, there's going to be an estate tax due of 40% plus over that value. And there's no liquidity. You're worth a lot of money, but it's all in your business. So you're business rich, your cash flows fine, but your are liquid asset poor. And if your kids have nothing to be able to pay that estate tax when you die... What are they going to do? They're going to have to sell the business or sell business assets or drastically leverage it. So what people do is they set up an irrevocable life insurance trust. That trust buys life insurance on that person. You create a tax-free amount for your heirs in order to pay the estate taxes. So that's the, those are the reasons. Or charitable remainder trust is another one which we can talk about next segment. That's CFP Chad Burton. You can
1: find him online at newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. <laughs> I just saw something that kind of threw me off a little bit. Um, Lee and Wrangler jeans. Do you remember the the Golden Age jeans? I think it's probably my generation, but probably every generation says that. The Jordash, The Brooks Shields. Um, but VF Corporation is going to spin off a $2.5 billion division, ultimately, of the Lee Wrangler jeans as yoga pants are shaking up the industry. It's kind of like... Your third-grade daughter is wearing cute, long white pants. Fourth-grade, you're like, well, now they're capri pants. You know, kind of forced fashion, go with it. Um, but, yeah, things change. So, VF Corporation basically confirmed that it's going to offload denim and jeans in large part. They're going to, you know, dump it into another company. Going to try to get some value out of the company. Uh, but the slim down company now is going to increase their focus on active lifestyle brands like... North Face and Jan Sport, ultimately. Yoga pants. Good living, right? You're saying, you can invest in yoga pants, you certainly can, and Lululemon has been kind of the the hit or miss as far as execution goes, which, again, you can have the fashion, but you also have to have the execution. One of the things that worries me is that there's people who actually care about this next story. Today is International Left Handers Day. A day to celebrate Southpaws. First and foremost, if there's a foundation of international left-handers and someone's getting paid to spread the PR news, I'm really worried. Papa John's CEO is ready to fight. (laughs) It's like a bad Dixie Chick song. Uh, Papa John's embattled CEO, Steve Ritchie, braces for his life. Pizza is my life, he says. His quote is... Pizza is my life.
0: Yes. I yes. say the ball.
1: So ultimately the CEO is in trouble at this point in time. He's a Louisville native. Uh, he skipped college instead earning what he jokingly refers to as his Papa John's university degree. But the founder got into some aggressive PR problems by using the N-word. And again, I don't know what was said. So I should say alleged or whatever. But anyhow, uh, now the CEO of the company is under fire because everyone's trying to point fingers of whose fault is it. But his quote is, pizza is my life. Okay. And again, that goes back to the whole story of Pop John's and the founder fighting this, the board. And, you know, everyone trying to point fingers on who's to blame and who's going to save the company and who's going to turn around. And how can we end this PR nightmare? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's heading towards back-to-school time. If it's not back-to-school time, we'll talk about that and more. Investing, savings, retirement, insurance. You can find me online at roblox Show, Twitter roblox Show, YouTube Roblox Show. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Are you a Tiger Woods fan or not? Tiger Woods teaches you one business lesson again and again and again. It's all about the money. Show me the money, right? Again and again and again we learned this business lesson. Uh, Eyeballs tuned up, up 54% going into Saturday. Just Saturday before... Tiger had another successful campaign. I don't know. Is that the right way of saying that? Um, four days of golf campaign. <laughs> I'm so not good at this. But American viewers turn up big time. And uh, Tiger Woods brings big time viewers and uh, ratings. So I think he came in second. And I think that's good for the sport. How much money he's brought in. Like the NFL fought for years and years and years about gambling on their games outside of Vegas or Atlantic City. And suddenly now that gambling's legal in more and more states, Supreme Court decision, suddenly the NFL's like, oh yeah, we've always liked you. You've always been our partners and we need to make more money together. Right? 800-516-1220 to each calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to each calls on the air. The money show's coming up. A couple of weeks, uh, just a couple of days, right around the corner. You can learn more by going to KDOW.biz. It's KDOW.biz and learn a little bit more about what's coming up there. Um, right now, the market's not hyper-focused, but it's focusing in on what's happening in Europe. Now, our markets are able to fight that. World markets. Who, who's the? Is it the tail that wags the dog, or is the dog that wags the tail? Right. We're fine. Uh, We got enough going on. But what you worry about is Turkey's not going to sink the United States. What you worry about, Turkey might take down maybe like Greece or Russia. (coughs) And uh, during that takedown, what you could find is like, and suddenly Russians are uh, vacationing less in New York at the Trump Towers. And suddenly they're pouring less money into our economies. I mean, our elections. Um, And suddenly our elections are totally different. Like, you can kind of see how this gets tied together, Right. So the Turkish crisis is not a contagion yet, but you always wonder. A couple of years ago, we had Greece and every day for about four months, we talked about Greece's contagion situation where, oh yeah, the young students there don't want to pay taxes and they want social benefits and, oh, they only want to work one day of the year. And the establishment was like, oh, you need to take care of your grandfather. That's my Greek impression. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And um, thank you, thank you, accepting the Academy for most popular radio host. Okay. So listen to this. Changing topics, do you help me, please? Amazon's ad business is going to be a major driver, topping their web services profits by the year 2021.
0: Jack Bezos is watching you.
1: Um, hi, Siri. No, that's not Siri. Alexa. Hi, Alexa. Stream Rob Black of your money. I could do that right now if you're in your house. Hey, Alexa, stream Rob Black and your money. So, hopefully, um, I just got some more listeners for us. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. So, what I own Amazon comes up a lot of times. Or, I own Amazon. I don't know when to sell it. Like, they're kind of firing on a lot of cylinders, and their advertising business is going to be Amazon's next big business. Profits potentially could surpass that of their web services, and again, what kind of company is this Frankenstein? Is it a retail delivery company? Is it web services? Is it advertising? Um, Amazon Advertising Now is a major driver to results and valuation today. Um, $2,100 price target is what one analyst sees on it. Throwing that out there for you, and you can decide what to do on your own. Elon Musk always in the news. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see how he plays out because his credibility is starting to lag a little bit. Remember, he's the kind of guy who threw out bad names at analysts, calling them stupid and much, much more boring, banal. And then suddenly he's like, "Whoops!" They kind of control the stock price, and that kind of controls my wealth, and that kind of. So he started to play nice, but he's having a problem. He's having a a public perception problem right now. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money invested in more. Um, Magic Leap is one of the companies that's doing augmented reality. And from what I'm hearing so far, again, is that it's not ready for prime time. Magic Leap has pulled in over $2.3 billion in eight years to release its augmented reality headsets. And the field of vision I hear is tiny. It's cool, but it's tiny. Now, again, the first-generation tech or the second-generation tech or the third-generation tech may not be the ones where you ultimately buy. What I'm a little concerned with is that's a lot of money to go with that company, $2.3 billion. And it's going to be very difficult to see how that company is ever going to pay back its investors. But it's early. We're giving augmented reality kind of a, uh, a huge, how shall we say, leash? So they're one of the biggest companies doing augmented reality. So we throw that valuation on them and we go, okay, well, where do we go from here? And how does uh, Facebook's augmented reality Oculus Rift division do going forward? Magic Leap have showed, has showed off the ability to project a solar system over a real environment with the Weaver able to interact with 3D objects. And... Uh, <laughs> My fear is that $2.3 billion, and all we can do is show you some pretty cool special effects. Um, Show me the money. Where's the money going to be? 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow. Always have a seminar coming up around the corner. You can sign up for it at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com.
0: You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW on the iHeartRadio app.